Hello everyone, this is Henry Miller. I am the sports editor for The Monitor and RGB Sports. Welcome to our fourth edition of Valley Volley, where we talk to some of the top coaches and players in the Rio Grande Valley, and for that matter, all of South Texas. Today I have with me uh, PSJI, PSJA High head coach Caroline Cuellar and Johanna Montelongo, right? Yes. What year are you, Johanna? Uh, 24. She's a sophomore. A sophomore. She's a sophomore. And your position is? Outside hitter. Outside hitter. And how tall are you? 5'8". Five 5'7". Five if I keep looking at you, is it going to go down somewhere? 5'7". No, 5'7". No, so and you're a righty? Yeah. Okay. Right. So, Coach, talk about this year. We'll get back to Johanna a little bit. Don't let her go to sleep. <laughs> uh, talk about this year. Um, right now, y'all are 14 and 8. 2-0 uh, and oh in district. You had a bye week. Thank you for always reminding me of that. <laughs> But talk about the season, but especially talk about at one point during this year, even though it's still, well, it's not early because you played like 400 matches already compared to 12 last total year. last year, yes. right? Talk about when things clicked for your team. I know we talked in the preseason, you were working on different options, what you can do, and which is what the preseason is for. When did it click? When did you see that things turned for y'all? Um, I really think after uh, the first week um, where we had our first tournament at Mackay, we were still trying to figure out a lot of things. I know that we brought back about eight to nine girls. And even though they played out throughout the summer, it was kind of um, we're still trying to figure out things, still trying to piece it together. Had a lot of issues on serve, receive. And um, we came back that following week and we just worked serve, receive, serve, receive, serve, receive. And by the time we got to the mission tournament, we started seeing things click a lot. Um, now that's that second day of the tournament. Yeah, we fell short and we only were able to play that one game. Uh, but the following week, again, it got pieced together. The hitters are speeding up the offense, um, and they're kind of understanding their role as a team. Did you, uh, being a sophomore, did you play last year? Yes. And you're on the varsity, right? Yes. I thought I remembered getting your name all the time with the with the stats and stuff. So you were able to play as a freshman. The, the COVID didn't keep you from it. But talk about the difference from playing 14 matches, which is about what y'all played last year, and now you're close to 30. How does that feel different? What, what have, how have you grown? How has your team grown in this, year, in this season already? And, and how big of a difference is it? I think it's a big difference compared to, a big difference compared to last season. Um, we're, very, we're very excited for this season. And we're... I think they're more confident and they're more uh, open. Last year as freshmen, Johanna had, um, it was Johanna, and three other freshmen, and they were quiet. As is, Johanna stood quiet, but on the court, she's not. She's uh, one of the loudest players out there, even though she is still, at the same time, quiet. Um, but you could see them more excited. They're, they're moving around. They're, you know, taking everything in. You know, as exam for example, last year, there, weren't, there wasn't a big crowd. We just had parents. And now that we have a big student section and our fans have been coming out you could see them kind of taking it all in at once but still focusing in on the game so i think they've grown a lot that way what about your summer did you play a lot this summer yes like more than ever maybe yeah so how did that help you tell me in some areas that that you feel like you've improved in um my serve receive i've been training in the gym just on the machine and also my hitting as well um, I think I've improved on my arm swing and placing the ball more. And placing the ball is just as big as 
anything else because sometimes I think hitters will go up and say, let me just smash it, you know, and, and you know, you guys just eat it. But there's some, you're facing a lot of height this year. I mean, yeah. more height than I think we've Last seen year. in the Valley yeah. in a long time. Has that bothered you at all? No. What have you done to get around that or get through that? Um... I mean, you're not short by any means at five seven, right? I mean, in in, yeah. in the valley, that's that's about average about average height for a hitter, but you're facing a lot of five eleven and six footers this year. Well, I have a story on Johanna, and I saw it at the Mission Tournament. Uh -oh. uh, we were playing, I think we were playing Ed Couch, and I noticed that the line was open, and she was literally already going into her approach, going in for the set, and literally jumping on those last two steps. She went up, and I saw a line was open, so I said, "Work a line." And I said it kind of loud. I was right next to her because we were on that side. And initially I thought, okay, I told her kind of late, so it's understandable she doesn't get it. And you just see her kind of drop her arm swing to turn her body midair, face the one, and then speed up her arm swing and get that kill going line. And at that moment I thought, wow, she's a sophomore. And to have that much, you know, uh, mental, you know, to connect mentally with your body at the same time midair was just... I've never seen that in a player to connect that fast hearing it, so. <coughs> we'll edit out this part. Um, talk about that, because usually, I mean, even for established hitters, it's hard for them to change their approach, mid-approach. Do you remember the ball she was talking about? I do remember the Talk ball. to me about, kind of guide me and our, and our listeners step-by-step step what happened and the end result. Um, so usually, like, during the play, I'll try and listen for the libero or someone to tell me to go cross, line, tip. And once I heard Coach Guayad, I've, I've been trying to go line, and I just swung over that. So, but how about, where was the ball? Like, was the ball tight to the net, or was it, you know, where you like it? It was a good set. So it was a good set, so that made it easier for you to yeah. misdirection it, right? And you can hear her on the on the court. I didn't think she was very loud. I can hear, Coach. I can hear. And Johanna is just so in tune to the game. You'll see her in timeouts, and I'm talking, and I'm describing things, and you see her kind of looking in the air. At first, I used to think she wasn't paying attention to me. So last year, I didn't get mad because she was a freshman, and I'm thinking, okay, you know what? I got to address this off the court. And I noticed, like, as I'm talking, she's kind of bobbing her head like she's listening to a song. And I'm realizing now that she's really just mentally connecting, visualizing it as I'm saying it. And she goes right onto the court and she does it. So it's where I'm to the point where I'm like, if she's not looking at me, that's a good thing. Right. So she does visualize, she mentally connects, and she's, she's getting up there and putting the ball down. So let me ask you this. Doing all that, right? And the way she scientifically broke it down. <laughs> really, you're just TikToking in your brain, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and, I got to reevaluate this. I got to re check this again. Hey, it's working. It's working. Whatever it is, it's working. Look, that's one of the things. I don't know if you see it from girls on both sides. In between points, you're all TikToking in oh, your head. Oh, yeah. I mean, my daughter's out there and. It's a thing. I they think do she's it before having games. a seizure sometime. It's just a TikTok. So, what's your top played? song on your music list right now on my music list like on tiktok and tiktok and then what do you listen to the most um actually i listen to country music and who do you like um luke combs luke, luke combs is awesome didn't he also write uh six feet apart 
Was that him? I think so. Yeah. Well, I guess we're going to put that in the, the pregame warm-up now, if that's what she focuses focuses on. <laughs> Look, just put a, put a microphone in her head, and you can hear it coming out. We so. actually have a joke in practice, and it's like, don't get Johanna mad. Cause she when, when she kills that ball, everyone's running for their lives. So when did you start playing volleyball, Johanna? I started playing volleyball when I was seven and club when I was eight. And what, which clubs were you in? I was in RGV Nike and then South Texas Lightning, Venom Volleyball, and Texas Fierce Volleyball. Texas Fierce, okay. Coach, talk to me about, you got a big big week coming up. The yes. district has a big week. Yes. I mean, uh, there's three undefeated teams. It, it's y'all, PSJ High, the Bears. It's Edinburgh High. Yes. And it's Edinburgh Vela, Vela, Edinburgh Vela. And Vela and Edinburgh High, High play, play tomorrow. Um, both undefeated. Y'all play Mission High, the defending uh, district champs. Talk about, even though it's early in the season, how big is Tuesday? Um, as far as tomorrow, I actually, right now, at the end of practice, um, I brought it up, and there's three uh, undefeated teams left in our district. You know, tomorrow it could be two, but it can also be one. Um, and it's something that I, I've talked to the girls and I started preparing them for is, and we saw it last year, is you watch Mission and... They got some things going, but nonetheless, they always play with pride. They play to the end. Uh, they fight together as a team, and they really don't fold. When they're down six, seven points in a row, they're not fighting on the court, and that's big. And that's big in volleyball. So um, we saw it for – we witnessed it last year where we were able to sweep every team the second round, but the one team that we lost to, we went five sets with, and we couldn't finish was Mission High. And they brought a lot of those girls back, and, and they look really solid. So we talked about that, and, and we don't want to take it to four or five sets because we already know that fifth set can go either way. So it is a, it is a big game tomorrow. And then Saturday, y'all have... Edinburgh Vela. Edinburgh Vela. Talk about what you've seen from them. I haven't been able to watch too much film on them. I know what the, the Edinburghs might be hiding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But uh, I've been trying and trying to find uh, some film on them. And, and what I have seen, uh, they do have blockers. They have their two big middles. They have their libero coming back. I know last year she got libero of the year. So... They got, they got things going for them, and again, they're very scrappy. I know that on Saturday they went five sets with Edinburgh North, who has big blockers. So that, again, is, you know, it's something to take into consideration going into these matches. Talk about, tell me about one of your favorite hits or kills of the season so far. Is there one that stands out where you're just like, oh, that felt good? Um, so far this season, there's, I like running a lot of, like, quicks with my setters. Tell me, okay, that's great then. That's what. That's something I want to know about. How faster have your quicks become throughout the year? Um, I think I've really improved. I recently started working on middle. Well, I started working on middle last season, and I think I've gotten better at it. She's been working a lot of quick, uh, quicks on the uh, right side, on service eve. So it's crazy because... You know, the setter's just putting that ball up and she's going up and she's killing it. We've been working a lot on our offense of creating a, a single or a zero block. And we actually saw it this Saturday and it was kind of, it was beautiful how she was able to just, they sent that ball out to the outside. We created a zero block and she got a crazy kill on it. And it was really nice. So, I'm going to have to ask her some more about Luke Combs. Tell me a favorite song right now. Um, that'd be Luke Combs. It'd be anybody. Number one hype song before a game. Yeah. How do you get How do you get hyped before a game? See, I don't have like a go-to. 
Like, she's just always the on. The songs that we have are pretty good. Did you did you help make the list? No. <laughs> I my music like she doesn't have an off button. She have there, an there's no such thing as chill mode with yeah. Johanna. There's no. She there's seems no like she's just so chill all the time though. She's just not so, on the court. I get not on the that court. A lot. You get that a lot. Yeah. And so other pe other teams probably push it aside. Yeah. Say, Look how quiet that girl. She's not gonna do anything. You explode. So newcomer year is that does that give you some excitement? Does that give you some some reason to play harder? Does it intimidate you? Does it make you feel like there's more pressure? Tell me about winning that. And congratulations, too. Thank you. Um, I think it motivates me to, like, keep pushing for those big awards. Another thing is, look, I talked to some coaches, right, throughout the year. And they've said, and whether it's just to intimidate y'all or whatnot, y'all were the clear-cut favorite by the rest of the coaches in the district to win this district. What do you think about that? And what does that bring with it? Uh, one, it brings a lot of pressure for sure. Um, but I think these girls kind of, they like that. As much as, as you know, you kind of want to be the one, you want to be low key under the radar a lot of times. Clearly, it's just not like that this year. Um, but they've been able, we work a lot of mental, we talk a lot of mental uh, toughness throughout the off season, in season, and they're kind of, accepting that they're accepting that you know everybody wants to take that win and we've talked about it um and it's a lot of pressure on us too um every night it's gonna be it's gonna come down to who wants it more because there are a lot of good teams in this district they got blockers they have defenders they have hitters so it's just it's one of those <laughs> one of those type of seasons that can go either way I tell them how much, um, you know, just being a young team, we did graduate five girls. This year we're graduating six hitters, six blockers at that. Um, and I've we I talk about how next year it's not going to be like this. Yes, we're going to have a lot of good, you know, players come back, but we're not going to have the same amount of blockers that we do this year. And we got to utilize that fast offense, um, especially to get past these big blockers we're going to be facing these upcoming games. I think that's one of the things, and, and you can talk a little bit about this, both of y'all, that I don't think the Valley has taken enough of is taking advantage of the athletes that they have to do the quicks. Yeah. Plus, you need the right setters, too, because you're already trying to get a setter to teach yeah. them how to, how hit, to hit all different yeah. personalities and lefties, righties, people who swing like me. I mean, everything, you know, the whole spectrum, right? She didn't laugh at that. That's good. <laughs> so, you know, talk about how important it is to get faster and faster and when we talk about that to our general audience what does that mean what do you mean like what does running a fast offense oh. mean um well like i mentioned earlier we uh, creating that single or zero block because there's going to be a lot of double blocks um along the net and i see it a lot in edinburgh north see it with edinburgh Vela. early on in the season we were back and forth of either a 5-1 or a 6-2 and our girls knew that um, we do have two setters right now uh, we worked a 5-1 but it's like i emphasized at, at all times you know, yes, we'll have those three hitters in the front, but at all times we have that fourth in the back. And it's really to our advantage. And I keep emphasizing that if you're not ready as a hitter, when that ball goes up, you're just hurting your team. Because right now, um, like I said, we got those blockers to run our double blocks. And if we're not closing in on those blocks and we're not pushing and finishing through or executing on our offense, then, you know, it's really going to be to like a waste you know and, and we really don't want that especially in a year like this where we actually have the height and i put a lot of pressures on pr pressure on the hitters we have nine hitters out of the 12 girls 
I'm sorry, nine hitters out of the 13 girls. Um, and I put a lot of pressure on them in the offseason as far as building that defense. And we've worked a lot of serve receive. Today was all serve receive because if we can capitalize on our defense and execute on our offense, it should go, you know, hopefully God's will in our favor. So here's my favorite part of the interview. Just going to ask you all like, kind of like quick hitting questions. Uh -oh. Okay, so you better get that stare down ready to go, okay? okay. Good to go? Yeah. She's not going to attack me, is she? Uh, I can't, <laughs> I have no, I can't guarantee that. What, what's your favorite meal of the day? Favorite meals, uh, definitely breakfast. Favorite meal of the day? Uh, breakfast too. Okay, what's the item you like to, what's your favorite breakfast consist of? Um, eggs. What else, just eggs? Uh, on the daily, I'll eat eggs almost every day. Almost every day, how many? Like one or two. Eight. <laughs> one or two. <laughs> one or two. How do you like your eggs? Uh, scrambled. Can't scramble one egg. We had tacos for film session this morning. It was potato and egg for Johanna. Was it? Yes. Was it, was it what about you? What's your favorite breakfast item? Uh, I like Chick-fil-A. They're a little pricey <laughs> nowadays, but uh, we do get that also pregame meal. But Hobby outside of volleyball and sports? I love going to the beach. I love going to the beach. Um, Got to wear big shades because I'm a coach, right? But uh, love the beach favorite thing outside of volleyball and sports? I like to bike ride, actually. Really? Have you ever done the Harlingen? Every Valentine's Day, they have a 25, 50, 60, or 75 mile oh, wow. <clears throat> bike ride. Wow. So you should look into that during, uh, it's, it's, I think it's like Valentine's Day weekend. Maybe a good five miles. <clears throat> this is a good That's what I told him. I said, I'll do five miles a day for five days and see what I can get. You see to, what so. I could get, yeah. Uh, last movie you saw? Oh, I don't while I'm in season, all I watch is film. That's what I feel like. Um, Edinburgh High versus... Edinburgh Apple. High versus uh, Mission, actually, Saturday. Uh, sorry, Dina. Don't we'll, hurt me. <laughs> we'll, we'll go with that. Which is the last movie you saw? Don't tell me film. Beauty and the Beast. You, the new one? Is, isn't there a new one out or something? Yeah. How was it? It was good. I had to watch it for my theater arts class. But was it worth it? <laughs> I had to. What's the last movie you watched because you wanted to watch it? Fast and Furious. Oh, you, you like that whole series? Yeah. I've, I haven't seen a single one of them. I'm so far behind. I think they're on number 20 now. I know. I know. Yeah, there's a lot. Like Vin Diesel has like long hair and it's gray and stuff <laughs> like that. So last question. <clears throat> Fill in this blank. If I were an animal, I'd be and why? I'd be... I never thought of that. See, that's why I did this, because I wanted to ask something you didn't think of. What's a mean animal? <laughs> She's sweet. She's very sweet. A sweetheart. Um, Let's see. I would be a sloth. What? Because I just want to be in my room all day. And hanging out. Just, just... Yeah. All right, well, next time we see you, I want to see a picture of you on your shirt. Oh, slothing. I don't know <laughs> That was awesome. That was awesome. It was a very, very <clears throat> unique answer. What about you? Uh, I would like to be, I'd like to be a lion. The hair is nice. Got a lot of control. Everyone's scared of them. That's I would a like a lion. One. Hey, so good luck this week. All right. Good luck throughout the season uh, with, with running for a district title. I know that's something that's on the road to the path you're trying to get to, which is create a team that is every year known as, we gotta beat this team, this says a lot for us if we can compete with this team, yes. right? So best of luck with that. Um, 
best of luck with your hitting. I'm going to watch you as you stare down people into puddles of it's nothingness. Beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> All right. And uh, to, our, to our audience, thank you for joining us for our fourth episode of Valley Volley, Volley, Valley. Valley Volley, right? Valley, Valley Volley. Volley. Thank you again for joining us for Valley Volley. This is Henry Miller with PSGA High head coach Caroline Cuellar and outside hitter Johanna Montelongo. Yes. Right? Did I say it right? Yes. yes. I'm the best. Go Bears. Uh, go Bears. <laughs> Wishing you the best of luck all season, and thank you again for being our guest. Thank you. Until next time, signing off.